Welcome to Storytime with Jayashri. Let's continue Suf by Sarah Weeks. Chapter 4, More Than a Wheel Loves to Spin, Part 2. I skipped up the driveway and hopped up the porch steps backward, just for the heck of it, tapping the railing three times before I went inside. Anything interesting today? My mother asked as I handed her the mail. Blimey, your ladyship, see for yourself, I told her. Look, she exclaimed happily, holding up a pale yellow envelope. It's a letter from Heidi. It had been almost 13 years since Heidi had traveled alone from Reno, Nevada to Liberty, New York, on the wings of a mysterious four-letter word. After Heidi went home, she and my mother kept in touch exchanging cards on major holidays and picture postcards if either of them went someplace interesting. At the bottom of each one, they would always write the same thing. Soof. What does it mean? I'd ask my mother one day when I was a little girl. She opened the flowery birthday card she'd bought for Heidi and uncapped her pen. Soof was Heidi's mama's special word for love. She explained. Why did she need a special word? I asked, reaching for the pen as soon as my mother was finished writing so that I could color in the middle of those two beautiful little O's. Because Heidi's mama was special, she said. Am I special? Yes. She kissed the top of my head. You are, but not in the same way. When my mother had worked as an aide at Hilltop Home, one of the people she'd helped take care of was Heidi's father, Elliot. Heidi's mother had lived a hilltop home for a little while too, but that was before my mother's time, so they'd never actually met. I'd never met any of them, but I'd seen pictures. Luckily, my mother was too busy fuzzing now over the new letter from Heidi to notice a small lump in the back pocket of my jeans. I left her in the kitchen and went to my room. After closing the door, I took out the lighter and polished it with the hem of my t-shirt until it gleamed like a jewel. I didn't have the band-aid box anymore, so instead I put the lighter inside a pink sock that had lost its mate and tucked it under the mattress for safekeeping. Over the next few days, I took it out every chance I got, practicing flipping open the top until I could do it in a single motion the way Uncle James did. Sweet. If my parents noticed that I was spending more time than usual alone in my room with the door closed, they didn't say anything about it. My father was busy at work, and my mother had other things on her mind, like washing the windows and polishing the silver. The reason Heidi had written was to say that she was coming to visit, and my mother wanted everything to be perfect. Don't let me forget to get the jelly bean jar down from the attic before Heidi gets here, she told me. She'll want to see that again, I'm sure. Heidi had won a free taxi ride by guessing the exact number of jelly beans in the jar when she'd first arrived in Liberty. There were 1,527 originally, but she'd eaten a few, so now there were only 1,521. I knew that because I'd pour them out on the table and counted them one day when I was bored. 
there were 422 reds, 392 oranges, 275 greens, 220 yellows, 114 blacks, and 98 pinks. While my mother was busy dusting and mopping and washing and waxing everything in sight, I was busy too, dripping oil onto the little wheel inside the lighter, trying to get it to move, but it was stuck as tight as ever. I even tried using coconut oil, but all that did was make it smell like a macaroon. After a while, my excitement about the lighter began to wear off, and the sparkly special feeling lost its fizz, like a bottle of soda gone flat. By the time school started up again, I had forgotten all about it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Until next episode.